Welcome to the show, everybody. It is episode three, but it's week one of the NFL season on the Waiver Wired podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Ferrara. Maybe not for long. I am joined by Jennifer Piacenti. Uh, I, I, I might actually take this moment to announce the fact that I, I'm contemplating retiring. Now, this might be a Brett Favre situation. I might retire quite often on this podcast. You should know that. Okay. Well, I'm going to bring you back like Tom Brady and Gronk. You're not retiring. The reason why I might retire, and I'm so happy that this timed out. I'm trying to find the silver lining. I am so happy that this timed out in our kind of post-Sunday fantasy moratorium sort of situation. I don't even know if that's the right word. Memoriam, whatever. One of the M's. (laughs) I pretty much lost every possible fantasy relationship I was in this Sunday. I am going to lose our auction league. I most likely I'm going to lose my snake league unless something miraculous happens. My other snake league and the nine FanDuel teams I had in. <laughs> no, I <laughs> nothing. I didn't not even a bite, Jen. Okay, but that's why we're here, Jerry. Remember, we talked about fantasy therapy and I'm here to let you know that you just got to get back out there because I'm sure you made a lot of decisions that were good decisions. They just didn't happen to work out this week. And one of the things you have to remember is it's only one week. If you lose one week, it doesn't matter how much you lose by. It's really only costs you one week. You're right back in the game next week. We'll make sure you're back in the game next week. But do you want to do you want to talk about it? Like, do you want to get it off your chest I mean, a little? We could like, talk about it. Happened? Okay. Well. First and foremost, I, like many of us out there, faced the unanswerable decision of what on earth do we do about the current Mike Evans situation? Yeah, you know, he I was, do not envy you that. He was questionable. Then death, I mean, I tweeted that his status was going up and down like Tesla, like the stock. It was just going all <laughs> over the place. And then, I don't know when it was, yesterday, whatever, like, oh, he's going to play, it seems. And I, I dabbled with all these other versions of, well, maybe I, you know, I had I had John Ross at one point because this is a fourteen-team auction, so it's not as it's more deep than it's not as deep as usual. You know, Malcolm Brown, maybe I'd throw him as flex because I had my my Christian Kerr, and you know, I did make the last decision to put him in. You and I even texted about it. Mm-hmm. I needed someone to tell me I wasn't a complete idiot, but um, mm-hmm. that and then some other minor decisions that you know, and you could actually relate to this. And I'm going to make a bold, it's not a bold prediction, but Robbie Anderson. Oh, yeah. What a, what I didn't a, expect what, a gr- that. what a great, now it was really one big play. It wasn't a 75 yard touchdown. That's right. Yeah. But, it was um, one big play. I watched a lot of that, that game because I, I also in, in our FanDuel league, in our waiver wired FanDuel league, which we'll get into, uh, coming up a little deep, deeper. Um, I did put in the, I put in the Las Vegas team that we talked about. He so did. I was I was watching that game. Yeah, I was too. And uh, I think Carolina, although Teddy Bridgewater did not want to throw down the field for most of the game, mm-hmm. but I think they're going to be one of those crazy ass fourth quarter teams that they're just at you know down by fourteen. They then they put up fourteen on the answer. I think they're going to be one of those crazy fourth quarter teams. 
I think there could be a lot of garbage time for Carolina. I mean, it makes sense because their their defense is terrible and they're going to have to throw. And they have Robbie Anderson now, so why not? They have Curtis Samuel. They have DJ Moore. They have options. I don't know why you wouldn't give the ball to Christian McCaffrey when you're just a few yards out of the end zone. So maybe there's a few things they need to work on there. Um, but, yeah, that was so a fun game. Josh Jacobs, oh. Oh, so he's still my heart. I have such a fantasy crush on Josh Jacobs, and it just like doubled. And to think, I even catching. I even oh. like asked you, hey, should I keep Jacobs or Miles Sanders at one point? I even like for a second wasn't in my keeper league, wasn't <laughs> sure who to keep. Uh, luckily, but you know we, what? That was a big debate, and a lot of people. I would say sixty to forty went Sanders. And I'm sure Sanders is mm-hmm. going to be great when he sees the field, yeah. but that was a big scratch, which made my Boston Scott pick look marvelous because I even took him in a snake draft way late, and then I plugged him in over Kareem Hunt at flex in that league, and they, they were comparable. I think it was like 10 points and 8 points. It wasn't much of a difference, but uh, just not a whole lot. So I, I tend to do this, especially when I'm doing podcast. I, I make like a little journal to myself while watching football because most of the time – like last year, I was by myself a lot, and today I was by myself watching just because with the kid and stuff, it's hard to have people over, And but we're getting there. Um, do you want to just hear some running thoughts that might spiral yeah. into some good conversations? Okay. Yeah. First thought, as I'm watching, my rookies that I talked about last year, I stockpiled rookies for trade, but my rookies are good. Mm. All the rookies pretty much performed pretty well today. Joe Burrow had a decent game. We talked earlier before we started rolling, like maybe a better NFL game than a fantasy game, but mm-hmm. you know, rushing touchdowns from the quarterback spot are always appreciated. Um, I mean, you got your rookie going tonight and we should say we are taping this Sunday re- pretty much almost as the Cowboys are about to kick off in a few minutes yeah. here. Coincidence. You think guys that Jerry wanted to tape at 8 PM on Sunday. Mm, yeah. I was booked I tomorrow. That. I can't do yeah, it tomorrow. Yeah, the yeah, Giants, no, no. He's mean, busy uh, tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. What rookies caught your eye? <laughs> So one of the things that well, there were there were actually quite a few. It was really yeah. really exciting. Um, in a good way, J.K. Dobbins. Right, we didn't know how that backfield was going to split in Baltimore, but he ended up getting the most carries, more than Mark Ingram, who looked a little bit kind of old and tired. And J.K. Dobbins, uh, two touchdowns. Right, um, another rookie that was exciting, and we talked about him actually. We gave this um, as a lineup idea on Thursday show. Zach Moss. You know, we yes. said we don't know what the distribution is going to be, but we think he's going to get in the end zone. The price was right, $4,700. I hope a lot of you guys used him and were able to use him to your advantage to cash out. And then DeAndre Swift, right? Oh, we weren't well. even sure he was going to play. <laughs> and then what happened? The very end, Detroit had a chance to come back. He, I mean, I mean you know, a he's touchdown. having nightmares that tonight. Was, that was a uh beautiful pass he, it was a beautiful yeah, route he, he did, did everything right and he just but again yeah. rookies right and that's what you have to know you have to know they haven't had the time necessarily to gel you know Rager looked really good but uh, yes. Carson Wentz and he weren't quite connecting no he's fast he's got the blazing speed you see how they're going to use him but the e- well, the Eagles that was just a nightmare Carson Wentz killed me I was doing awesome in our waiver wired um, competition I had Ridley I had Jacobs I had Christian McCaffrey I was rolling and then Carson Wentz just stunk it 
up. Now, do you he couldn't do hit you, anything? Is that more on the Eagles and the O line and the lack of yeah. receiving depth that they had, or you know, everyone's talking about uh, the the Redskins front four, front seven. You know, it's it's the, pretty formidable, way more formidable than we all thought. And another rookie who showed up on on the defensive that's right. line. That's right, Chase. I mean, it was, I thought Washington exceeded expectations. They were fantastic. It was exciting to see them play. In addition to that, Philly's really beat up. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles are really beat up. So, like, the O-line wasn't good. Um, you know, Carson was put under too much pressure. He threw interceptions. He was sacked. I mean, it just it just wasn't, it wasn't good. And you know he's prone to injury. So I hate to say this, but as a Cowboys fan, I, I really saw them as our only main competition. And I was like, wow, I hate to see this as a fantasy owner because I have a lot of these players on my teams. But as a Cowboys fan, I was like, ah, Philly doesn't look so good. Oh. Yeah, I mean, oh God. Henry Ruggs looked good. I mean, I got all excited that he got that big 40-yard, 45-yard yeah. catch early. I'm like, okay, all my I rookies, I, have, I am loaded with trade bait, I got Moss, Rager. I, I just have all this trade bait. And then they kind of tapered off toward the end. But still, I think that question we asked last week, like what is this, you know, empty stadium season? Is that going to favor the veterans or the rookies? I think all in all, the answer is it doesn't really – Didn't matter. It, it's kind of the same. Like the veterans all still played well, and the rookies, for most of them, played well. Like it didn't really factor in to me – as much it all seemed pretty normal. Like you mentioned Swift, the Lions did what the Lions always do, which is like they're the last game to end. Cause it's usually an yeah. over, they're always like, as I'm watching whatever your red zone channel is, they are always like, I'm like, okay, one o'clock games are over. No, wait, why did someone just score four points? Cause the, the Lions are still playing somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Drives and that was interesting to see Mitch Trubisky, right? Mitch Trubisky wasn't even maybe going to have a job, and he looked like he still wasn't going to have a job until more than halfway through the game, and then all of a sudden he caught fire. Anthony Miller looked good. That was someone we also mentioned might be a bargain on FanDuel, so I think he did well for some people there too. Anthony Miller looked good. Allen Robinson looked good. Didn't get into the end zone, but that's okay. Um, Monty looked a little, you know, fine, average, like we predicted. So, But it was overall, that was in a pretty journal, good game in the end. In my journal, I had Foles greater than sign Trubisky, but then I scratched it and I had to put Trubisky like, greater than Foles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then in the end, it's Trubisky, Foles, equal. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you got to give Foles a lot of credit for the ring, but I, 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 by halftime in that game, I'm like, they got to go to Foles, right? Like, they have to. What do they, I don't care if is he hurt, whatever, get him in the game, wheel him out there. But Trubisky did turn around. Um, I also wrote in my journal, the Browns are browning, which is not a real sentence, but um, Browns are going to brown. They, as they I were said. browning, as I like to say. Yeah, uh, you can rewind the episode. And I know you got really mad at me. I did. The Browns, you did. And I understand why. And you should. You should defend your team in law. Baker Mayfield stinks. OBJ is not going to have a comeback season. This isn't going to do it. They got to fix their problems. And it starts in the locker room. Okay, so sorry. I'm currently in Ohio. Paper yeah, bag, I'm breathing breath. into it. Yeah, take a okay, deep yeah, breath, sorry. have a little sip of water. Sorry. I'm currently sorry. in Ohio where my wife is from. And I, I, I find myself here a lot in the fall. It's beautiful in the fall. And yeah. it is so cool, though, to see all the Browns fans, her family, you know, know, it's all decked out. Even in social distancing and quarantine times, you were seeing Brown stuff all over the place. And 
I took out this blanket I have, which on one side, it's a Browns logo. On the other side, it's a Giants logo. And I really, for a minute, thought, like, you know, the Ravens still may win because they probably are the better team. But I'm expecting numbers. I even had OBJ in a couple of FanDuel lineups. I'm like, he's going to bust one of those 85-yard slant routes where he just catches a 10-yard slant. And, go. and from moment one, I said, wow, Baker had a little bit of happy feet in the pocket. Like, you know, he was kind of just like, and yeah, I mean, you start off with a fumble and immediately you're just like, oh, here we go. Browns are browning. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, every year we're like, no, this is the year they're going to be really good. No, but really they fixed it. There's no more excuses for Baker Mayfield. They went out, they shorted up the O-line, they got him a new coach. They just, they got him all the tight ends in the world. They got him everything he needs. And they even, you know, he still has commercials on TV. He's got everything he needs. The guy has everything he needs. A million bathrooms. And now, look, and, I, you know, I, I'm not like, look, there's, there's, I don't know. I know a lot about football from a fan perspective, right? I don't, I don't know anything on a coaching level or a player level, obviously, but just from a fan perspective watching, and I know they got down early, so they had to throw the ball, but you see 14 point leads, 17 point leads in the NFL in the first half mean nothing pretty much at this point in time. A lot of it because of the pass, but between Hunt and Chubb, 23 carries. I, that's just not enough. Now I know you were down early. You were, but ten six at the end of the fourth quarter. In the second quarter, that you know, Baltimore put up fourteen, and I just, but still, even twenty four six, I would still be like, we got to get these guys the ball. Maybe Baltimore was just that stout defensively, but uh, you know, four catches for Hunt for nine yards, so he didn't perform in the passing game. But yeah, you, you, I don't know. You got those two backs. It just doesn't make sense to me. I hear what you're saying, but. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still not giving up. I'm still not giving up full hope on on the Browns. But they were Browning. I think the Ravens are that good. I think the Ravens are the second best. The Ravens team in the are AFC. very good. I mean, that to be fair, we never expected the Browns to win this game. We knew that it was going to go to the Ravens. They're fantastic. They've got Lamar Jackson for God's sakes. However, we just thought they would look a little more competitive than that. I think the concern was basically how Baker looked and everyone was really hoping for an OBJ breakout season, which could a hundred percent still happen. I do have a few side bets going on with some people, whether OBJ will have a better season or Allen Robinson. I took the Allen Robinson side. So um, we'll see how that turns out. It, I could totally get bitten in you know the butt next week because OBJ could totally ball out. But um, yeah, I think we were concerned about how Baker looked, and we should be concerned. Some more, uh, some more notes is Josh Allen, super fun to have in oh. fantasy. Still a little inaccurate. There was he, his numbers yeah. could have been even better. Like there were a few, right? You know, he missed he missed knocks on a that would have been like the easiest touchdown. Like there's no one within ten yep. feet of him. Like still missed a few throws that he should have made. But still, uh, that Bills team is fun. I I followed that up in my journal with. The Jets, even before Bell went out, legitimately, and I dislike the Jets. I love making fun of the Jets. But this is in all seriousness as a fantasy player. They do not have one player on fantasy that I would plug into any lineups at all. Now, Crowder made a huge play, broke Maybe a tackle. So, but outside of that one play, nothing right. happened on offense. Zero. Right. And I think that that's wise. I mean, I look at them and I can't think of Crowder would be the only one, maybe Brashad Perriman, but like, why, why do you want any piece of an Adam Gase offense at all? I, I just don't, I don't. I follow that with, um, obviously I, I appreciate and I get why all the coaches are wearing 
masks and everyone on the mm-hmm. sideline who, you know, if you could, if you weren't wearing a helmet, you were wearing a mask pretty much. But I do miss seeing coaches' expressions on the sideline, particularly Adam Gase, uh, which was covered up with a mask. I do, I do miss seeing the facial expressions from the coaches that, you know, because they're wearing masks. Cause I'm sure there was a few in that game that Gase <laughs> would have been roasted for, uh, on Twitter. Um, Another thing from the journal, can we can we officially say Paris Campbell's the number one receiver? Yeah, I don't so know. Is that, that official? Was, that was really interesting. So I, this is a good question and something we should definitely talk about. He definitely saw the most targets, um, but in addition to that, what was concerning is just Philip Rivers. That was a bomb. Jacksonville, you lost to Jacksonville. I mean, good on you, Gardner Minshew. And I'm glad no one told you you were supposed to tank because that was freaking exciting. And you're a winner. And I love your mojo. You're awesome. Please come on our show, Gardner Minshew. Please come on our show. Yes, Um, please. (laughs) But really, like, he stunk it up. Philip Rivers. And I, I kind of thought like he would go to, why wouldn't he go to TY? TY is a playmaker when he wants to be and he's healthy, but they didn't. I, I don't know. That was weird. The Colts may as well have stuck with Jacoby Brissett. I did also at some point, right. The Colts running back situation is great mm. for them. Terrible for us, the fantasy players. That was pre Marlon Mack with the torn Achilles, which is awful. I hate, I, like obviously injuries are a huge part of fantasy, but I still Something like that, season ending, tough to come back from. I hated seeing that. But up until that, he was running pretty well. You know, Hines, obviously, mm-hmm. two touchdowns out of the gate. It was like all three of those guys. Okay, so you're never going to know which Colts back to to pick. Right. But that kind of showed a little bit of clarity because of the unfortunate injury. And I hope Marlon Mack gets, you know, gets back to, you know, gets back oh, to health yeah. and back on the field because uh, I, I I actually like I've always liked his game um me too I was on the Valdez Scantling Were I was you? on him in fa- well I was Good on, for in, you in FanDuel I was in one of my nine lineups that I made zero dollars on yeah and I took him out oh. and I even uh and we could segue into some FanDuel stuff but I I spoke about my wife basically destroying me in head-to-heads. We did not play a head-to-head today. She didn't get a chance to do her full research. But I even told her, she handed me my lineup, her lineup. She's like, what do you think of this for your waiver wire league? And she had, uh, did she have Abdullah in? Or someone who was not going to get the ball. And Mm -hmm. I showed her Scantling. I said, Brie, I'm on Scantling. Like for that, she needed a, uh, well, low-priced player. Right. So this is the guy you should pick. And she was like, no, I'm never listening to you. You don't know what you're talking about. That (laughs) broke my confidence. And then I pulled him out of a lineup and, you know, for $4,700, I think he was, put up great yeah. numbers for 4700 bucks. He did. He did. Absolutely. The Calvin Ridley garbage time points yeah. is where I started to write in a way that you can't even read. I, that's where my handwriting started getting aggressive in my little uh, Sunday journal. Oh, my Lord. That was the epitome of garbage time. So I have been on Calvin Ridley since off season, just absolutely believing this. He was just going to own this year and I had him in my lineup. And so I wasn't watching it. I just kept watching my lineup total go up. (laughs) And then I realized it was, must be, you know, late, late, late lobs to (laughs) Calvin Ridley over in Atlanta. So I always, I'm a big fan of head to head in FanDuel. And I always, you know, I won't say, tons of money but i'll every now and then fire in like an aggressive head-to-head mm-hmm. that money play just to see how i'm doing especially at the start of the year 
and I was locked in with this guy and I, I, I actually, I, you know, I blindly pick who I go up against head to head. I just look and this guy literally had a name that said like, uh, turtle is dead or something like that. I don't, but I don't think I had any, I think it was oh, it's just, just coincidence or turtles, something like that. So I just thought that's a good sign for me. Yeah. I, I don't know why, because it said you know, it, turtles were dead. It was a bad sign <laughs> for me. And, <laughs> but it was going, I had Jacobs in my lineup. Um, I had, I went big on Stafford and then thinking that Galladay, you know, Galladay was out. So I went heavy on Marvin, Marvin Jones, Jones. Too, and then wasn't a whole lot of points there. But up until he had Calvin Ridley, like it was a back and forth two point swing here or there. And I still had a ton of players going. And I just, I, I upped, I refreshed the the scoreboard. I was like, oh my God, just, who just put up 17 points in four minutes? Calvin friggin' Ridley. Yeah. Awful. Sorry about it. No, I lost, I lost everything. Really? I mean, I, 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 I made everything? $0 in FanDuel. Mm. And I am, uh, barring a miracle, I am going to be 0-3. So this is my last show, guys. I'm turning <laughs> the show over to Jennifer, and you could pick uh, You could pick a host. You could host it with Brie, you know, because she is definitely doing better than I am. I came, okay, let's just do it. I'm going to totally embarrass myself. In our waiver-wired league mm-hmm. of 300 and how many people? 37 was- people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I came in 317th place. Oh, well, that's better than, than 20 people. 20 people out of 337. It just, nothing happened. I went, oh God, this lineup. I don't even want to, I'm embarrassed to announce it. What place did you come in? Um, I didn't place well either. I came in 135th, um, which was enough to uh, cash out double my money, but it not not ideal. Carson Wentz killed me. I really liked my lineup, um, and if it weren't for Carson Wentz, uh, it would have been it would have been a winner. Bree came say. in 253rd, which she wrote me was terrible, but yeah, she uh, she still cleared me by almost 100 people. Um, we do have a winner though, so we're gonna have to yeah. track down. Uh, and if you're listening, uh, Dwack just picked up a cool five hundred dollars, and he gets to go head to head against the mystery guest of my choice next week. One of my friends placed top five, buddy of mine, Scotty from LA. Uh, he was up there on the leaderboard, and then someone who continuously like trolls us on Twitter a little bit, Fantasy Stoner. Do you know who yeah. Fantasy Stoner is? I that do. friend of yours. Yes, I do. Well, yes, Acquaintance. I mean, we've become friends through Twitter. We haven't actually right. met, but, but, but yes. During the launch of this pod, or you guys go back like a few months tweeting? How long like is Like a this? few months tweeting, like a few months. He was so cocky about his lineup, and then he hit first place, and then yeah. he, who did he have? Um, which Colts running back did he have? Um, Taylor. Oh, yeah, Taylor, right. And then He's Marlon a huge Mackles Jonathan did- Taylor fan. And then Marlon Mack goes down. I'm like, oh my, so they're going to feed Taylor the ball. Oh my God, this guy's going to win. And then he plummeted like, I mean, I don't even know where he is now, but he gave us a good run. That was a lot of fun this weekend. Um, So much fun. Everybody needs to play with us. This was so much fun. So I'll tell you what my lineup was. If you guys want to hear what my lineup was. Um, So my lineup was Carson Wentz. That was where my mistake was. Christian McCaffrey was good. Josh Jacobs, who was great. Deshaun Jackson, who this was a Carson Wentz problem. He tried to hit him multiple times. It was massive. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. 
Terry McLaurin, who did not end up panning out, but Calvin Ridley, I had almost 30 points just from Calvin Ridley. Sorry. Zach Ertz, Zach Moss. So, um, yeah, it's really attack. just the connection between Wentz and Jackson. Just, we, I really missed on that. Missed on it big time. Do you know absolutely killed me as, hmm. as I talked in our very first episode of, you know, there's just sometimes there's players that I have feelings on that I, I just like, I'm taking this player, even if it's a little early, because I think he's going to break out. And it's still only one game, but man, where was Christian Kirk today? Oh, you know what? I should have warned you, but I looked at who was guarding him, and um, his defender was just, is a far better player than Christian Kirk. It's just the way it lined up. Well, I mean, I, I mean, season long, I think he's going to be great, but this week, the matchup was bad. He and, San, it, you know, San Francisco. That was a huge, uh, was a huge bummer. Who is, uh, is there anyone that caught your eye today that is going to be a big waiver wire pickup for season longs? I didn't really track anyone that was like, oh, yeah. no one has this person. Maybe Hines in like 10, 10 person or 12 person leagues yeah. might, might be a pickup. Maybe he didn't get drafted, but was there anyone that bust that jumped out? Maybe Robbie Anderson might get picked up by some yeah, people on the wire maybe but i think you're right that it's all people that we already knew were kind of there that we were just waiting on to see like like a robbie anderson like a naheem hines um there was no one that really that I, that caught my eye it was more about just distribution like how much is antonio gibson gonna get the ball right how much is jk dobbins dobbins getting the ball how much is jonathan taylor um but those guys probably weren't available anyway james robinson was fine for Jacksonville, if you're kind of watching that situation. One thing that was interesting, I need to look at the final numbers, but it looked like Ronald Jones, last I checked, had more action than Fournette. Yeah. Right? I'm, 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 Let me I'm look that, that up right, up right now. now. Um, I was watching a lot of that game, and then it just, I just needed a break at some point. Uh, yeah, Ronald Jones had um, 17 carries. Fournette only had five carries. So it seems like uh, – it seems like – at least for that, for this game anyway, maybe going into next week, Ronald Jones is going to be the, the featured back a little more, maybe until maybe it's just like a timing thing with Fournette. He's got to get more reps and practice and stuff like that. But yeah, he hasn't been there as long, but I know some people were asking me like, do I start Fournette? And I was kind of like, I don't think so yet. I mean, there, I, I so I started Ronald Jones and when I was scared to, but it turned out like, okay. Right. Fine. Um, it's fine. I mean, it's like I was kind of my back was against the wall because, again, um, I lost Miles Sanders in a league or two, and I had to come up with a solution. Did you see Latavius Murray getting 15 carries? Um, now, a lot of that was like style of game. Like they got that lead, and then they were kind of nursing the lead, so they started feeding the bigger back. But uh, pretty well balanced. You have 15 carries. Kamara had 12 carries and a TD. Kamara looked fantastic when he touched the ball, and they kind of – used him at when needed and they they rode murray for a little while there it's so fantastic actually latavius murray uh yeah he was okay uh looks like he got 4.8 fantasy points for me i had to plug him in and miles sanders because i didn't want to start tevin coleman because i thought even if tevin coleman plays if the air quality like i was just right. kind of in a jam there so and it turned out that Latavius Murray was a tad bit better, but you know, Latavius Murray is also a bit of a touchdown vulture. Yep. So sometimes he'll just Always get the been. touchdown, but uh, not today. Cause Kamara said not today. I just signed a contract. It is my day. Good it's for funny. Him. Cause I took, we discussed, I took, I took Brady in the auction and I also, in one of the snake drafts, I had breeze. So I, this was like a sit back and like, all right guys, give me an old fashioned shootout. 
and you know, decent amount of points scored, you know, 57 total points scored in the game, but uh, not a whole lot from Breeze and Brady, you know, two touchdowns apiece. Brady had the two picks. Both guys didn't really throw for like a ton of yards at all. So I might be in quarterback trouble with Breeze and Brady. And why did I pick the two oldest quarterbacks in the game? Well, uh, Aaron Rodgers is pretty old and he had a fierce game. So it could just be an off week. I don't know. And that's the other thing. Did we real? And, and this is so easy to say after watching, but I would have said this last week. And I, I've been a guy who's taken Rodgers so many times in the past. And I know last year was a down statistical year. I mean, they won a shit ton of games. Did we really think that like he was done? Because he did not, not a lot of talk, Aaron Rodgers fantasy draft talk, not a lot of T, not a lot of FanDuel value. He was a great value at quarterback this week. Yeah, I think the concern was that we just didn't know. It seemed like his own team wasn't supporting him. Remember how I gave them an F on right. their draft? Yes. I gave them an A on their game today. And I think yeah. it's all because it fired up Aaron Rodgers, and he was like, screw this. You want to say I'm done? I'm not done. And I know I've been complaining about my receivers, but you know what? I'm going to make these re receivers great. He found Lazard. He found Mar Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He found um, Devontae Adams. Oh my gosh. Have a day, Devontae Adams. If you roster Devontae Adams, congrats. Take your victory lap. I wish I had. My dad did. And guess who beat <laughs> all of us in his first ever, his first ever, ever time playing DFS. He listened to our podcast on Thursday. He's never played. He signed up for FanDuel and he beat us, Jerry. He beat us with our own advice. The Waiver Wire podcast is proud to be presented by FanDuel Fantasy. Sports are finally back. Basketball playoffs, hockey playoffs, baseball, golf, and more. Particularly, football is now back. We just had week one in the books. Not going to say I crushed it, but you know what's good about that is week two is only days away. If you've never played FanDuel Fantasy before, great, because FanDuel is offering users the chance to play for free this NFL season. No deposit required. Just sign up and FanDuel will give you a free entry to any contest each week of the football season where you could win real prizes. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Now, I play FanDuel because you get to pick a new team every week. And even if you have one bad week, you're always looking forward to the next week, which could be a great week. Jen, why do you play FanDuel Fantasy? Mm -hmm. Jerry, I play FanDuel Fantasy because you can win real money. And I did win real money this week, and it felt really, really good. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play for free this NFL season with no deposit required. Just sign up and FanDuel will give you a free entry into a contest each week of the football season where you can win real prizes. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com slash waiver wired or download the FanDuel Fantasy app to play now. FanDuel, more ways to win. Oh, I had I had I had Devon I had I had Adams in a couple of fans and it was just great, but I just yeah I just got so many just no show performances yeah. all the way around. Yeah. So, so these are the worst kind of Sundays. Um, I'm very happy the Giants actually don't play today and my the fate won't be decided till tomorrow or uh, tonight. 
What? You know what? There is one person. You asked earlier, is there someone we should keep our eye on? And I forgot. I wrote this down. Someone we should keep our eye on that we saw today that got a ton of snaps, a ton of looks, LaVisca Chenault in Jacksonville. If he's still available, it may be time to go pick him up. I mean, they're, the Jags are frisky. Can we officially say that the Jags are frisky? I mean, I know everyone thought they were tanking. Yeah. They, you know, they made a ton of moves. Gardner Minshew, I, I just, I understand. I get it. Our, our boy Chark got in the end zone. Like, it just was, like, well mm-hmm. spread out. It was, it just, it just was clicking. And I don't yeah. know if it's more of an indictment on the Colts or what, but I think the Jags are just going to be a fun team. I don't know if they're going to win a ton of games, but they are just going to be fun fantasy-wise. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, second and third sneaky receivers to plug in. And I have to wonder, they were the only team that had live fans today. And I, you have mm. to wonder if they, that gave them just that little bit of extra boost. They were the only game today that had live fans. So it's possible that that gave them just enough zap because it was pretty exciting. Yeah, I did miss the fans in the New Orleans game because mm-hmm. that, you know, New Orleans, Brady, that would have been like a crazy environment. I wonder if that screwed Brady up. If anything, you would maybe, maybe think that such a, you know, the guy who's played on the biggest stages more than anyone ever, pretty much, at just like not having any screaming New Orleans fans in your face. Like, I don't know, maybe that threw him off, but that, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. How do you think Bill Belichick is celebrating tonight? Cause you know, he's like, yeah, I won with Cam and uh, Brady lost. And you think he's having a big Subway sandwich? Probably. And Cam, like, look. Like, not the not the top fantasy quarterback of the week, but like he kind of pitched a perfect strong, game. You know, strong game. Made plays 19, with his legs. 155, yeah. 75 yards rushing, which for a quarterback we love. Two rushing touchdowns. Edelman made some nice plays. Even got Nikhil Harry involved a little Sonny bit. Sony Michelle like, rush. We were all like, oh, Sonny Michelle's dead to us. He's his foot's hurt. He's not going to be anything. Sonny Michelle rush for a touchdown. Like, here we go. New England doing New England things. I think it's the magical dog. I think it's yeah. Bill Belichick's magical dog. Between that and the Subway sandwiches, there is some kind of spell he has put on New England. And now I, you know, actually really am happy for Cam. I hope he has a great season. Yeah. Um, but I, I was kind of hoping for a Miami upset just just because, just, you know, just because. No, yeah, it wasn't going to happen. I am uh, I'm already starting to look at some some of next week's numbers. But all in all, <laughs> it was an extremely uh, entertaining uh, Sunday. And I'm glad that football is back. And, it, you know, I, pr- I pray that everyone, you know, stays healthy. We don't, you know, have to have any players miss any time or coaches or whatever because uh it was fun it actually not to talk about another side note thing but i i didn't even know what happened with the clipper game and we don't have to get too deep into that because this is a fantasy football uh podcast but i I was so distracted by football i didn't even realize i saw i looked at like the clipper score once and i'm like oh okay that game's over up by 19 and i looked at it like Three hours later, I'm like, they lost? I didn't even know. So uh, cheers to you, football. I think that uh, I think the Clippers are pretty happy the NFL was back today because I don't know how many people are going to be talking <laughs> about that tomorrow. But these are just one of these days where, Jen, this has happened to every fantasy football player, and I'm really glad the Giants haven't played yet because I love podcasts, clearly, and I love radio, Sirius XM, fantasy radio, you know what you're on. I love all that stuff. There is nothing worse than waking up on Monday morning and then going to your favorite 
football pods and radio sh- and you 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 lost every possible way whether it's your bets your whatever there's nothing worse and i am in that exact position right now so in 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 2 minutes please give me a reason to stay on this show and not resign so the reason is that you are going to be a beacon to everyone out there on how you can get hit but you can't get knocked down you're going to get back up because listen it's one week it's just like if you're watching a tennis match right so you know you're they're playing the game you lose the game you lose the set fine you lose the set 6 to 1 but guess what if you lose if you win the next set 6 to 5 you're completely back in the game it doesn't matter that you lost by those 5 games you can still win the match and that's how you have to think of it it's just one week it's no big deal it's one week and it all starts fresh again next week i don't like what i see i don't like what i Why? see out of, my, out of my guys i don't like what i see i just i have drew Brees and tom brady that's okay now, now that's that's great if like they're if 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 i was a bucks fan or a saints fan because they're gonna win some games. I think the Saints are going to win a lot of games, and I'm sure the Bucks and Tom Brady will get it together as a team. But fantasy-wise, I just don't know if I see those lovely, crazy Drew Brees shootouts, 400 yards, five touch. I mean, maybe we get one of them. Mm-hmm. I just, I think I drafted like it was 2012. Okay. At least so, at that position. All right, all right, all right. So where do we need upgrades? Is I need to, I need, you know, okay, hold on. Let's go into the, because at least let's go into the auction is, league for now. Cause that's, I don't start, have a backup quarterback. Okay. So we can oh, start no, I have streaming Kirk quarterbacks. I have Kirk okay. Cousins sitting on the bench. Okay. So you have Kirk Cousins. Let's see who's on the wire. Who's on the wire. Maybe I'll we tell have somebody. You, I'll tell better. you right now. I will tell you right now, quarterback. And then again, this is a 14 team uh, league. So I'm sure there's not going to be a whole lot. Let's see. <sighs> All right, I see one name already I like. Gardner Minshew is on. on. It. Get on it right now. Get out your fab wallet. Teddy Bridgewater, Ryan Tannehill yeah. right now. It's a little too risky because we know Ooh, nothing. I love Tannehill. Uh, Philip Rivers still out there. Derek nah. Carr still out there. Is it okay today? So here's the thing. You're going to start streaming quarterbacks. You're going to look at the matchup every week, and you're going to say, I'm not married to this guy. I'm, I'm going to play the best quarterback I can even from the wire. Oh, it's just, but, I, but I'm already doing this already. I'm doing this already. A lot I'm of doing this already. Doing All right, already. let's do a look ahead real quick. Okay. Okay. Tampa Bay, Carolina. I mean, I got to play Brady. Oh, you got to play Brady. Right? You got to play Brady. Yeah, you got to play Brady. Minnesota against the Colts, Kirk Cousins. I, I, I got the edge has to go to Brady there, right? Yeah, you got to play Brady. Now, you were saying you love Tannehill. They're playing the Frisky Jaguars next week, and we have no data on Tannehill for this season just yet. So. I'm going to stay the course Drew Brees uh, in my other league. Let's see. Where is New Orleans? Uh, but you can, you can if you don't like Cousins, what you can do is you can start picking them up early. I know. Go week to, to week, you. right? Yeah. I just can't believe this is where I'm at after week one. And I'm like pressing panic buttons already. It's been one week. Yeah, don't panic. So it's overreaction Monday, right? We all overreact. This is what happens. Like, I mean, Deshaun Watson was terrible on on. Friday morning and you know nobody nobody could play at all after you know like should I drop Michael Hardman like you know it's Sammy Watkins the best receiver in the world on Friday morning it's just one week so we just have to like calm down stay the course is what you're saying stay the course stay the course 
Read into right. your paper bag. So don't start Joe this. Burrow. Don't start Joe Burrow against the Browns on Thursday. You should Maybe. start Joe Burrow against the Browns on Thursday. All right. Just saying. It's out there. Yeah. Thinking about yeah. it. Uh all right. Well, we're gonna wrap up soon so you could get to your Dallas Cowboys. But um <laughs> before we get to that, okay, we have for the first and only time, I think this year we're gonna have four game, two games on Monday. Yeah. Who to you, for just kind of looking in? Let's see how good you are at your crystal ball of magic here. Who do you like in all, the whole slate for Monday night? If you could pick so, one player that uh, you would say this is the player of the night. Who's your player of Monday night? Gosh, that's hard. I kind of want to go James Conner. I kind of want to go AJ Brown. I really like AJ Brown. But I think I'm going to say I'm going to take a shot on a rookie, Ooh, especially rookie. because we're talking about FanDuel, right? And yes, the price FanDuel. is right. Yes. So if I'm going over to FanDuel, I'm going to make sure that I have Jerry Judy because, look, Cortland Sutton's banged up. We don't know what's going on with the shoulder. He may or may not play. KJ Hamler's banged up. He may or may not play. This guy was an absolute beast at Alabama. He's considered one of the best root runners in the draft, he probably was the best route runner in the NFL draft. And there's so many different ways they can use him. They can use him in the slot. They can use him on the outside. He earned a spot across from Cortland Sutton because he played so well in camp. And now there may be no Cortland Sutton. There may be no KJ Hamler. I think they're going to get Jerry Judy in the game between he and Noah Fant. I think you've got a lot of exciting issues. But believe it or not, Noah Fant's a little pricey. Jerry Judy, only $5,200 because these prices were set before we had the news about Cortland Sutton. So I think you got to get Jerry Judy in your FanDuel lineups for Monday night. So see, my my FanDuel pick of Monday night is someone you just, it's not Jerry Judy, but it's someone on his team. It is Noah Fant. I also I have like him season Fant long, too. but that would be my FanDuel player for Monday night would be Noah Fant. I have a lot of Noah Fant stock and uh, I've played him in a few different lineups and uh, that's my guy. So we're going to learn a lot tomorrow night that's the other thing to remember the last two things of the last two thoughts for sunday are we're gonna you know two monday night games we're now gonna have next sunday that involves the chiefs and the giants and the cowboys you know we're gonna get a little bit of new fresh blood fresh meat for sunday yeah. so there'll yeah. be a little bit more of a variety and also how on earth how on earth did I not, in all of this FanDuel that I've done, and all my season long, do I not have one share of Adrian Peterson? Because I'm in the last round. He was there. He's staring everybody in the face. He's going to be a threat this year. Now, I'm not saying you start him every week, but how did, I mean, how did we not see that? We've never I talked mean, about Adrian Peterson once. Well, we thought he was going to be the lead back in Washington. And next thing you know, <laughs> Washington's like, peace out, AP. You're gone. We're going with Adrian Gibson and J.D. McKissick and gosh knows who else. Maybe Bryce Love, except for he's injured. I mean, we didn't know what was going on. So we kind of all thought we dodged a bullet. Then he hangs out over there in Detroit. And I mean, this guy, he's a, he's a total pro, right? I, I wish him all the best. I hope he keeps playing as long as he can. He and Frank Gore both. I think they're both good guys. 14 carries for 93, three catches for a little 21. And just, and uh, I just, how did we, I just get so mad. Honestly, I love fantasy football, but I get so mad because if I am going to hold on to the past with yeah. Brady and Breeze, I should at least have a share of Adrian Peterson on one of my teams. And I don't, and he, 
let's just say in one of my snake drafts, he <laughs> killed me. Someone started well, him at flex and threw up like a sneaky 12 points that I just didn't need to happen. I think the good news is you can still get Adrian Peterson, but I think the more important news is don't go get Adrian Peterson. I'm That's getting not Adrian happen. Peterson. You know what? No, Matter of no, fact, I'm no. going to put in my claims right after the show okay. is over. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see how this works. I think he'll be... Perfectly average. He's not going to win you your league. You got. I know DeAndre Swift missed that pass in the end zone, but you got to think about the future here. I don't think I have anyone go, that's going to. Let go, Jerry. Uh, well, it's time for the future. We're going to be back on uh, Thursday in a much more, you know, that's kind of going to be the rebirth episode. These are going to be okay. the in memory, in memoriam episodes. Uh, maybe we'll celebrate one of these Mondays, but uh, the Thursday we'll be back and we will be re-energized refocused after this therapy session and we are going to make good decisions. Um, I just want to say thank you to FanDuel because I, I did end up making some good money today and then a few of my lineup. So thanks FanDuel. Uh, I think everyone should go play there. Proud of you. And I did have a moment and we discussed this. Uh, I did have a moment where I'm not going to say I missed my old Sunday morning routine for fantasy and football mm. and all that. Like I, I love where I'm at in life and wife and the yeah. kid. It's just, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have it any other way, but I did remember, and I know you're West coast, right? So I remember, yeah. cause now I've been on the East coast for four years, but 18 years on the West coast, I missed the 10 AM game. I found myself <laughs> at like 1130 chewing my fingernails. Like when are these games going to start? I've already start. like done everything. I went for a run. I took, I went for a walk with the kid. We played on the swings. I had breakfast. I, I made, I had lunch, right? I, I did everything and I still had an hour and a half to go and it was driving me insane. Yeah. I mean, I actually spent most of my time on the East coast. So I'm used to them starting at one o'clock and just doing late brunch, like staying up late on Saturday night and then sleeping in late on Sunday and then starting it with like, you know, drunk brunch, like who doesn't love a good drunk brunch on Sunday, right? In New York, where you just kind of like crawl home after all the games. Um, but now it's, it's actually fun. You're right. Cause as soon as you're up, there's already a game now for me on Sunday mornings. And if you guys don't know this, um, I every Sunday morning, I host um, a live stream. You can find it on my Twitter, YouTube with Fantasy Alarm. And we answer all your start sit questions. And people write in and be like, do I start Jerry, Judy, or, you know, CeeDee Lamb? And I say, CeeDee Lamb, or whatever. Um, so I get up every morning and make check the weather and make sure I'm not giving anybody bad advice, even though I probably do. So as soon as that's done, then I have like 30 minutes to set my own lineups. And then like, it's go time it's go. So I was kind of like cooking and like watching the game. And, um, so I, I don't mean, know, I can't decide which one I like better. If it's better to start a little later. Bachelor right Jerry, away. bachelor Jerry used to like, I, I, I would, I would, I would go out on a Saturday night. I was never a big mm -hmm. like club guy or anything like that, but you know, I would go out some drinks, meet some friends, whatever, be late ish, but I would then wake up and, um, I would say like you trade like New York, it's kind of like, you know, beer and wings and barbecue right. and stuff like that. Whereas LA, I would go, uh, buddies of mine own a great sports bar on third called goal. It's a nice plug for my boys over there, but I would always, I mean, they have a great layout for TVs and I would always meet some friends there. And like, I begged them in the beginning cause they didn't really serve food until 12. I'm like, you know what? 
let's get a little like waffles and eggs and, and coffee yeah. and bloody Mary, make it a breakfast thing. And they did. Yeah. And that was my move. I would like go right there at nine 30 with all my lineups in already and That's get awesome. some like bacon and eggs and a coffee and a bloody Mary and a donut and just sit there in a dark <laughs> sports bar at nine 45 in the morning <laughs> with my laptop, like a real degenerate and just, <laughs> and post up for seven hours. And I mean, I move. think that sounds awesome i mean i'm i guess i'm a weirdo but that sounds awesome yeah and now it's now i'm like i'm like jumping rope in the garage and jogging and taking the kid on the swings and all that and it's great but uh i did have a moment today where i'm like man i kind of missed the the being in la at 9 45 in a blacked out room uh having a bloody mary and eating some eggs and just knowing this is where i'm gonna be at for six straight hours if you need me so next year we'll have to do that for what we'll do it maybe we should what we should do is a live podcast from your friend's bar oh be love awesome that. we could do like a pod-a-thon and we could have like guests and it would be awesome i'm trying to think who has the advantage well i guess maybe central time has the advantage but who has the advantage what would you prefer do you prefer for football and fantasy and all that do you prefer pacific time or eastern time I prefer Eastern time, especially for baseball, football too. But because like, if I sleep even just a little bit too long and there's a one o'clock game and there's a last minute change, I'm screwed if it locks. And the same for football. If there's like any night that you just, you know, you're just a little lazy getting up or whatever, like you're kind of in trouble. So um, for that reason, I prefer East Coast. I just think you have a little bit more of an advantage. Yeah, but there is something to be said about football being over on sunday by like eight o'clock 8 30. that's that kind of nice very true. going I into monday like you know not like having that. to stay awake for a for a chiefs texans sunday night game or a cowboy ram sunday night game and you could just mm. wake up monday morning mm. fresh kinda and nice. get ready to watch your giants lose yeah all right good. i know yeah. i pick, i know you know what yeah. i know i picked noah yeah. fant as my player to mm -hmm. watch uh for FanDuel on monday night in the slate but do you give the Giants no chance at winning? I mean, I know the Steelers um, no, are good, but I, the Steelers, I, like, what have they, come on. I do give the Giants a chance. I think they do have a chance. Um, I do, because this is the first time we've ever seen Daniel Jones with all his weapons. He's going to have Saquon. He's going to have Shepard. He's going to have Golden Tate. He's well, gonna Tate's have Evan questionable. Do we he's know gonna, if he's going to play? Oh, I, know I we, haven't well, checked on Tate. But he's you know still what? We don't questionable. even need Tate. We don't even need him because we've got Darius Slayton. Like you guys have, you have loads Weapons. and loads of talent. And I, I mean, I'm actually kind of excited. It's just that your defense is just so bad. And Pittsburgh's defense is so good that it just, it looks like it's gotta be Pittsburgh here, right? I think Vegas has them favored by four and a half. Giants all said, day. It's only four and a half. Like that could be a bet. Would you take, so should we go? I'll bet on the Giants. You would bet I'll on the Giants? Giants in the points. I'll, I will. I'll bet on the Giants in the points. Let's get it in. Even though I'm starting Ben. Okay, I'm no more than 20 bucks. I'm not losing more than 20 bucks on the Giants. I'll, I'll put it in. I can't promise that. I, I might go a little more, but... Uh, well, he, they're I, your team, so you should go a little more. I Well, I don't know. I just think that... Um, I think we're, it's going to be very telling for the Giants. I agree with you. The defense is going to be bad, but I, I yeah. didn't really see... Did you see any defenses today that blew you away 
Yeah, like I said, Washington. the wa- Washington for sure. And New Orleans. New Orleans looked actually. New Orleans Tampa looked good. Tampa Bay looked pretty good too in defense, just not on the O line. I just don't. I wasn't blown over, even by like the Bills, the Niners, like some of the obviously Niners the Vikings. I started. I started the Vikings in um, one yeah, of my snake drafts, like minus five. I think they put up for me. So um, yeah, no good, no good. Philly I don't know. Was I wasn't blown away by any defense. I do know the Steelers have a really good defense, but I think that you could still score on yeah, this, and, on on the Steelers. There are question marks with the Steelers because Big Ben although all reports are that he's been awesome and I think he's going to have a bounce back season but he didn't play last year. He's got, you know, a, a surgically repaired elbow now and then Juju didn't play a lot of last year so we haven't seen them together. Deontay Johnson's the guy everyone wants to see happening but we he was kind of out in practice Thursday just kind of watching and so James Conner I absolutely love but he tends to get injured fairly easily too so there's a lot of reasons why Pittsburgh may not fire on Monday and a lot of reasons why Daniel Jones if he can just you know not screw up <laughs> if he could just get the ball in the hands of his weapons it could be a really exciting game like I do not take the Giants out of this I would pick the Pittsburgh I would pick Pittsburgh to win however like you're not going to make much money betting on Pittsburgh so like if you're going to bet and maybe it's yeah. a three point game Um. yeah exactly Okay, if you're if you were thrown into a, a snake league right now, if someone mm-hmm. threw something together, say, "Hey, I know we missed the first mm-hmm. week. It's all good. We're gonna draft tomorrow and or Tuesday, and we're just gonna start week two, okay?" And it was a really cool league, and you get yeah. the number one pick, yeah. knowing what you know now after one Sunday, who are you taking number one? I would still take Christian McCaffrey number one. Okay. I was I was just asking. I mm-hmm. no, that's I, a great question because I mean look at Josh Jacobs. Already Josh Jacobs, like remember the knock on him was he couldn't catch? Six catches today, right? Wasn't I would six? take Josh Jacobs. Talk about um, overreaction Monday. Love Josh Jacobs. But that would be an overreaction Monday. Exactly. But and that's what but that would be the temptation, right? That's that's why I would still take Christian McCaffrey. And we haven't really seen, I mean, I guess Zeke's playing right now. It looks like it's seven to seven. I don't know who scored it, but we haven't seen Zeke and we haven't seen Saquon. So we gotta see our we gotta see our two boys. And I Camara though. Oh, Camara. I think we need a little Spicy. uh I'm gonna I think we need a little analysis for injuries. I'm going to bring on a buddy of mine, maybe Thursday mm-hmm. for Thursday's show, cool. Will Carroll. Okay. Yeah. On Twitter, he goes by at uh, injury expert. Now he's not an insider who's going to tell you who's starting and sitting stuff like that for injuries. He's going to tell you what the injury means medically, like what to actually right. expect, like a hamstring versus whatever i've ha- i've worked with him before he's come on my FanDuel podcast years ago and he really has great insight if one of your players happens to get injured or if you're thinking about picking up another player because you think one player is not going to play he comes at it uh medically and it's just it, it gives you a real a different outtake a, a different outlook on injuries so uh and let's see who scored real quick let's just yeah who scored can you see? see i just see it's seven seven uh dak Threw a touchdown to Zeke. Two? To Zeke. Nice. Yeah, your boy Gallup. One catch for 24 yards. CeeDee Lamb, All one right. catch for 33 yards. Not terrible. Malcolm Brown, who I wanted to start. I almost started him over, over Kirk at Flex. Eight carries, 35 yards, and a TD. What has Cam Akers seen? Anything? Five rushes for okay. 11 yards. Ooh. Okay. Trouble. All right. And let's go to Los Angeles. All right. Uh, J- 
Jen, that's going to do it for the right. for the recap episode. We are back taping Wednesday, airing Thursday, and just I, I will bring a better attitude, okay? I really will. I thank you for trying to reset my – I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to resign today. No, don't. It's not happening today. Don't do it. I, I can't do this without you, Jerry. It's no fun. It's Jen and Jerry's waiver word. It's like a it's a flavor. But it's a if thing. I if I go zero and three next week, then it might have to then be I get, Jen and Jerry's waiver wired, and you might be hosting it with Jerry Judy, not me, because <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if I could take much more of this. Okay, so maybe Jerry Judy will call in Monday, and you could do a bit with him. And he'll and be you like, could, "You're so glad you spent fifty two hundred dollars on me and Fandle yeah. because I won your week." And this way you don't have to change the name of the show and all. If not, I will find another Jerry who likes to talk a lot. So you won't miss a thing. But if, I, if I'm if i 0-6 in three leagues, I'm out. It's That's right. I'm threatening to quit. So did, did, just know did, that. Guys, can, Martin, can you can you enforce this? Can we talk? Can we get our producer in on this? No, you, we're, you're not going to let him get it, right? We're going we're we're to we're, we're end here. Martin, Jim, don't jump in. You can't talk me <laughs> out of it. Uh Thank you very much to FanDuel. And uh, week one contest is in the books. We're going to all look forward to week two. And uh, we will be back in a couple of days, guys. Good luck on the Monday stuff, too. Good luck, everybody.